0: Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Welcome to Rock Solid Radio. Hey, this is Merle Hutchinson along with my beautiful but distracted wife, Linda Hutchinson. Hey honorable I'm over here. Wait. A second. To give me a little bit of attention.: Did you push w-
1: re- did you record
0: button?: I did push record. Oh, we are oh, live. Oh, and here you are, <laughs> staring at your phone. Well,
1: I'm, I'm still looking for that car we were talking about. Oh I'm,
0: my I'm, gosh.
1: I'm, uh, there's a well. Re- <laughs> Do you realize that when you search for cars one time, like everything that pops up on your phone is car? I, I did, cars. but do you
0: realize how rude you're being as we're trying to <laughs> record, and you got your phone in your this, hand, this, and you're like, this
1: car just phone, came phone, up.
0: phone, what about me, what about me over oh, here? Oh,
1: gosh, well, that's perfect for our topic today, isn't it?
0: I would like to say that I'm Mr. Uh, High and Mighty, but I've been very guilty of the phone use uh, myself. Uh, ah, yeah. today. Yes. yeah. So today, this topic is really hitting we are going to talk about us <laughs> not really Did actually can
1: you be our counselors because we really could use some counseling. we are
0: going to talk about this is the really the second show in our instant gratification series and today we're going to be talking about kind of the entertainment realm, and a lot of it's going to be targeted towards mm. the screens and, in particular, the phone, the instant gratification, the dopamine hit that I get, like when I, oh, man, that mm. car ad the that car just pops ad up. The that just popped you up. You know, um, I, I buy a pair of shoes, and the next thing you know, like, I'm getting inundated <laughs> with all kinds of shoe ads, and yeah. i just got to see whether I got a good deal or not. And so mm-hmm. um, don't think that there is not an active role in mm. you getting the eyes to go to the screen there is definitely something yeah there's a lot going on there and why we need to pay attention to it is because of the expense that we're actually going to talk about today that there's now real data you know it's we're, we're done with the days of wondering if this is good or bad there's real data that that talks and shows us, especially in the parenting realm, but not just parenting realm, because even as adults, yeah. we are deep in to the trenches of this instant gratification with the screens.
1: Yeah. So, but before we get into that, we definitely got to thank our sponsors. We want to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions and Maxwell Construction for their support of Rock Solid Radio and just really our community in general. So we're so thankful to them. Please let them know that you're listening to this show and you appreciate their support. And, you know, you might... Might not always agree with what we're talking about, but I'm so thankful that we're having conversations like this. This is really important and we are going to step on some toes, our own toes included, but it's a necessary conversation we think for our families. Yeah,
0: we definitely want to thank all those folks out there listening yeah. and continuing to help us spread the word, spread the word by subscribing to our channels, mm-hmm. uh, sharing our channels, sharing our show. If you see a show that you've listened to that kind of you recognize that man you know a friend of mine or brother sister whatever would really they could benefit mm-hmm. from this share it you know um th- this is our way of helping to get through word of mouth uh, messages out to help others.
1: Yeah. And we appreciate your feedback. We've been getting some great feedback from people who are listening and watching, whether you're on YouTube, whether it be on app or Google podcasts or Spotify or iHeartRadio, wherever you get your local podcasts. And so we're just thankful. And we know that there's listeners and watch viewers. Is watchers a word?
0: Um, Our audience. (laughs)
1: Audience, you know, that is not only in the Cincinnati tri-state area, which is where we are recording from, but also nationwide and actually worldwide. I mean, Mm -hmm. do you you know that one of our biggest audiences worldwide is in Ireland
0: you know what Isn't that I I crazy think we if are, so you're in Ireland I think right now? we Thank are you. very sick entertainment at some pub <laughs> somewhere where they're they're, they're into their yeah. their fifth pint and they're just yeah. going ah oh, okay, so
1: so Ireland obviously speaks English so that's easy but we actually have a lot of viewers from African nations and Asian nations who are not that English is not their native language. And so I, I'm really shocked. Like India is a big one for us. Mm-hmm. And some... Well, you know, honey,
0: don't don't get all excited about that. There's a very good chance that you're being hacked and oh you're gosh, being stalked. That. And so.
1: Oh, goodness. If you're out there and you're watching worldwide, would you just let us know that you're not a hacker? Yeah. You're not a troll. That you're really a human being that's watching the show yeah. for content? We're, not- we're so excited that we got
0: 3,000 <laughs> listeners over in some weird spot in India that... But that, anyway, that's got to, It is fun. Oh, gosh, uh, hopefully so right. it, it's real. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that's again as part of this whole social media thing yeah, and just crazy. the technology. Hey, hon. So next week we got to tune in. Gosh. So next week we're going to be talking about instant gratification <laughs> oh, as no. it relates to sex and pornography. Hang on. We did were, you say sex? <laughs> you got it, baby. <laughs> We were actually thinking about doing a live program on this one. Oh, Like a Facebook Live. Which, by the way, I think we should say something. We are going to do something. We're going to start experimenting. That wasn't a joke, by the way. No, not we're not going to do the sex one Facebook (laughs) Live. That would only be my idea. Linda would never go for that. (laughs) But... But we are going to actually um, start doing some short segments, like some how-to segments. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to get a good, cool name for that, huh? Yeah, I know. Have
1: like s- you got a good name for that? Like how like how to, you know, yeah. take your kids to the grocery or how to, you know, yeah. tell your husband that you spent too much money or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. like we, we got to have a name for it. Yeah. But we're going to do some how-to type segments, and we're going to experiment with the Facebook Live. They'll still be recorded. Um, just like we do here, mm-hmm. but to actually do it in real time with the opportunity for people to even ask questions, like maybe maybe the scenario would be like you know typically when I take my kids to the grocery store, I we fight it because yeah. they're throwing tantrums and stuff. So how can I do that? And maybe as you watch something like that, you're like, okay, well here's here's my scenario, and maybe you feed us a question okay. on, on Facebook Live.
1: I just had this revolution. Oh okay. my gosh!
0: See, I hate when okay. this is like running on camera because now you. <laughs> You guys have At to least read it's my not live. Language. You can
1: cut it out. You, you're the editor, so you can cut it out if you want. But <laughs> remember the days where we used to watch that show, Super Nanny. I don't know if any of you are old enough <laughs> to even remember that show, but she would be called in to homes to kind of help them parent or, or strategies for their had, family. Had, had the home. British accent? Yeah, she had the she had the little coupe car, and she'd drive in. And but it was it was all about like live, how to you do those things. Right, right. So maybe there's somebody out there that wants to invite us. over.
0: <laughs> no, no, no.
1: <laughs> and we can film how that's working for you, and then we uh, can come in gosh. and help. Like we could be like that's super a
0: dangerous. <laughs> I used to say because I was always in the counseling realm, I used to say, yeah. Well, I'm super manny. We uh let's get started in what our show is today. Yeah. Okay. So first off, just some just boggling, mind boggling ideas and statistics here. You know, hon um, this is just from Pew Research. Um, At least on the smallest side of the research right now, 97% of all adults have cell phones. I mean and, and, and they it's just crazy. Yeah, and actually that was that's on the small side. Is mm-hmm. actually they broke it down by different demographics and like, you know, one hundred percent of this demographic mm-hmm. had it and stuff. So the smallest sector of adults uh, is at ninety seven percent. And th- yeah. that was being conservative. So just think about yeah. that.
1: My mom is one of those three percent. Right, exactly. And honestly, it's been really hard for her to navigate as she's had to fly back and forth um, for some cancer treatments and like everything's assumed that you're using your phone whether it be your Your tickets boarding passes whether it be check-in and so for her it's been very hard you know it's there's just you know you're assumed that you have that
0: yeah Yeah. an interesting stat that I don't know exactly how you qualify quantify this other than just the idea of people giving you some input and and that is the idea of um, how many people find themselves just and whatever this word means, but constantly looking at their phone. Mm-hmm. So I, I would guess what that kind of means is that you know every few minutes or so you're just kind of checking the phone. You're right. checking for a message, a text, like, an email, mm-hmm. j- just to check mm-hmm. the phone. And and thirty percent of the people asked say that they have a problem yeah. with constantly. I'm surprised checking. it's actually not even higher. Well, I, and I, that's why it's such a loose goose when you're talking about you know what does constantly yeah. mean. But and
1: actually, I think as we get into this topic people who are looking or listening or watching thinking i don't have a problem they might at the end of this think oh maybe i do maybe i need to do something about it
0: i uh, you know i would say hun uh, i won't speak for you but i will Uh, we both do (laughs) we both glad you're not speaking for me yeah well and we do just because uh we have set up our life and even our business Mm -hmm so that um, our phones are a vital part of it. Like all of Mm -hmm. our contacts are through our phone, uh, different resources, all of our scheduling, our calendars. Mm -hmm. And so the the phone is in my hand probably every couple minutes anyway, just through work. And it is so easy then to go off on a slight tangent on, oh, you know what, today in my session, they brought up this. I need to Mm -hmm. check that out and look it out, you know, and before you know it, I'm deep in it.
1: Well, and, and I was just talking about this this morning in our class that, you know, um, I have really committed to go back to the paper Bible when I'm reading my morning devotions, Hmm. because I used to use my phone and a phone plan on, you know, a Bible app. But man, I tell you, my ADD just kicks in because all of a sudden there's a notification or there's an email or, oh my gosh, look what the weather's going to be like. And, you know, it's like I'm constantly being distracted by the things that are coming across my phone. So now I have gone back to my paper and I have literally put my phone on the other side of the room because even if it's in my pocket, you and I both know, it vibrates, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, gosh, does someone need me? Oh, my gosh, what's happening? And so I have to put it on the other side of the room and just give myself and my Lord time alone, undistracted. Yeah. It's hard.
0: Admittedly, I'm still sloppy about it. I um, I grab whatever's next to me. If the Bible's there, I'm good. If it's not, I use the phone. And so mm-hmm. I kind of had this... Just um, not very well collected. And, you know, sometimes I'm really good about staying on target. Sometimes I'm not. So it just it depends. uh, Brain Force Centers, which is a a research company as well as they do brain research and just work Mm -hmm. with helping people with education matters and sort of things. They've collected some pretty interesting stats as well. Uh, here's one of them: um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter users. That with those platforms, it is forecasted by the end of this year, 2021, there will be three billion active monthly users That's of crazy. those sites. Three, three billion. Billion. The population of the Earth is just over seven billion. Wow. So three billion people will have an active use and in one or of all of media. those social media platforms. Just those three: Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter.
1: Yeah. It's not even talking about our younger kids with Snapchat. That's the big thing. Which, by the way, part of Snapchat's um, appeal to our young ones is this constant hit of dopamine and the streak you're trying to keep with all of your friends. And if you're out there and you don't understand Snapchat, welcome to the club. But the part of the thing that's disturbing to me is this constant need for, oh my gosh, I don't want to lose my streak. Oh my gosh, someone has... It's Chad snapped me, so I need to snap him back because mm-hmm. I don't want to think that I'm not paying attention and I don't care. And so it's this instant gratification shot. It's almost like a...
0: Well, that's what we talked about like in the first show. shot. Just, yeah, that whole idea of the dope. I mean, an understanding yeah. that there's actual a biochemistry thing going on there that we all have. So it could be when you're walking through the woods and you see something really cool. You know, that's uh, does the same type of thing. But now... Um, social media and our technology of phones and Mm -hmm. screens can hit us within seconds of constantly yes. stimulating that. And so it starts to become to the point, I used to hear this all the time in the school setting. I'm not sure if my kid really has ADHD because they can play a video game <gasps> for three hours <laughs> straight and be totally focused. And it's, it's, it's <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. That's why they do. And yeah. and the part of the problem there is the video game manufacturers mm-hmm. and designers know Keep that screen coming at those kids fast and furious so that they are constantly engaged with something new. And so if you look Mm -hmm. at that, it's about every four to five seconds that you actually see something Pretty significantly different Mm -hmm. coming onto the screen that I have to pay attention to. Well,
1: even the commercial ad companies are realizing that they have to put micro blasts within Mm. a commercial to keep somebody engaged because a commercial is too slow now. That's why we fast forward it, right? Through, you know, maybe you have a DVR and you have it already recorded, which we do. And so we just fast forward through. And so they know that people, we're going to lose them. So they have to do micro blasts that are actually not even visible to sh- keep your glaze at the screen, right. because we are so conditioned now for yeah. this instant gratification
0: another part of the gratification mm. part hun is just the social connectedness like am i part of something and so mm. there's actually a little acronym for this now FOMO. fomo you know what you know what fomo stands for
1: well yes fear of missing out duh, duh.
0: <laughs> like you're not <laughs> in the know you idiot <laughs> yeah the whole fear of missing out and, and you, yeah. you might <laughs> think that's a trivial thing have you ever been um, in a social circle at a party mm. and you arrive just a tad late to the little group that you're talking to and they're all talking about something and you're kind of out mm. of the loop you don't get it you're not in mm-hmm. it or even if there's an inside joke that somebody's laughed about and you're not in it you don't understand it it's that is now compounded to to an exponential level of mm. oh my gosh all my friends are talking. and that's why our daughter struggled so much when we we gave uh in not gave in we actually said here's the system of when you're going to get a phone and so this she got the phone but then we had limitations on what kind of social media she was going Mm -hmm. to get and she expresses like all my friends are using instagram or snapchat or whatever and i'm not in i don't know what they're talking about and and again as a parent you're trying to like okay wait I have to weigh what this is worth, what the risk is. And and we held out. And again, yeah. we're not expecting her to <laughs> to understand it, but right. it was like, "No, you know, we you're going to have to be outside the loop for a while."
1: If you are an adult and you've been in a room of some students, teenagers, it's very sad what you're seeing. And, and I know schools have been fighting this because of this, of, of not allowing the phones in the classroom and in right. the cafeteria and in the hallways because children aren't even looking at each other in the eye and having any kind of conversation yeah. because they're all fear of missing out. Like, oh my gosh, what's somebody post on Instagram? And oh my gosh, I've got five snaps since I've you know been in class. And so because of that, we are disconnecting socially from people. And you know it's hard. It's hard for kids to to sit there without a phone because everyone around them is. And so they feel like I should get on my phone too. You know, it's kind of like being in an elevator and you're kind of like, do do yeah, do do. Right. You know, like everybody else is looking at the ceiling or looking at their phone because you don't want to make eye contact with people and talk to them. That would be so mm-hmm. rude, <laughs> right? Or different.
0: Well, and it's one thing when that's happening on the elevator with people you don't know. It's another thing when mm. that's happening on the elevator with everybody that you do know. Yeah, and or a you're isolating table with the yeah. family
1: members, and mm-hmm. that's that's the sad thing, guys. That we're really seeing is that we are allowing our children to dictate this tempo of this social media phone entertainment world wide web we are allowing them feeling like At FOMO. They don't want to be missing out on something. Mm -hmm. And really what we're doing is we're training our children to not be patient and wait. How many times have you been in a store or in a waiting room with a toddler who has been given their parents' phone or a tablet that they are going to totally zone out? Sometimes they even have headphones like we do, Mm -hmm. and they're totally tuning out everybody. They don't have to talk to anybody. They don't have to sit there waiting patiently. We're not teaching our kids any kind of delayed gratification yeah. at
0: all. So why is this all a struggle? Mm-hmm. There, there are two things. There are way more, but there are two things that we land on a lot in our actual business, our ministry of rock solid families and the two areas in a, this goes for all um, age levels, but it is primarily coming to us a lot with the, um, the teens up to the mid 20s. Anxiety and depression. Yeah, and isolation. Yeah, Yeah, which then leads to the isolation. And so the whole idea of our perception, our self perception, is now being influenced so greatly by the what other people might be thinking about us. Right. Did I get the number of likes or clicks? Did I get a, a funny response back from somebody? Mm-hmm. Or did I get ignored? Or worse yet, did I get somebody that actually slammed mm. me or was critical? Hater. And so, yes, so what we are seeing, because it's in such real time, is that there's so very little time for anybody to process mm. a, a information that instantly these kids get this feedback good mm-hmm. or bad and it either inflates falsely inflates yeah. which by the way there's a reason why everybody shows their great little vacation mm-hmm. pictures about how great our family is because we want to be inflated we want oh look they, mm-hmm. they have a great time they have a great family and we do not want people mm-hmm. to uh, disregard or even be critical And so it can falsely inflate or it can rapidly deflate.
1: You know, this isn't in our notes, hon, but what was the movie we watched where the student had posted something and the way person reacted to them, they literally started cutting themselves. What was that movie? I don't remember. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, we'll have to remember that. But it was a, a movie about social media and what it's doing to our families and our kids and our adults. And this whole Instagram gratification. Was that the social this, dilemma? The social dilemma. Yeah. That's what it was. I'm a little
0: slow, people, but I pulled it out. <laughs>
1: and I'm sorry I shouldn't have had that on the tip of my tongue. But I highly recommend that you watch that as a family with anyone over the age of 12, 10 or – I mean, yeah. our 13-year-old, who does not have a phone, kind of disconnected because he can't get it. But our 16-year-old, mm-hmm. she didn't like what she heard and saw because it's so close to home.
0: Yeah, even if you think it's some kind mm-hmm. of propaganda um, – mm-hmm. The it was a it's a very interesting show from the psychology standpoint mm-hmm. about just like how our brains work and how we become attracted, distracted or either or, or uh, rejected by different things and messages and communication. Yeah. And so the show was really good about that. And mm-hmm. a lot of it, honey, we actually get to see firsthand yeah. as it comes in, like. Um, You know, there's such a powerful influence here. So
1: yeah. can I just say something about that anxiety and depression, hon, because I'm seeing this with my girls that come in to see me is that they will say that the phone relaxes them that it actually when they're stressed out the phone helps they think that's the case but it's exactly happening the opposite Mm -hmm. they are rewiring their brain as they look at that screen whether it's YouTube Netflix or snapchat it doesn't matter it could be a violent game or it could be a Disney show it is the screen itself that is rewiring the brain and we talked about this in some seminars we've Mm -hmm. done on parenting in a tech-heavy world but that prefrontal cortex that we talked about last week is still developing. And we are determining, it's almost like feeding it junk food right. by sitting on a screen. And and we just said this last time, you know, our kids have spent the school year on a screen. And then when they mm-hmm. get off of the school screen, then they go to their phone to relax. And it's actually like, let's just feed a little bit more junk food to that. We're right. not helping. We're actually increasing the problem
0: right it, it, you know the concept there is actually very familiar with us it's a desensitization mm-hmm. concept and it's if just so you understand what that is you know when you <laughs> we are in cicada land oh my okay? gosh we are in cicada oh land and there are cicadas everywhere where we are mm-hmm. and the 17th year brood is out doing this yeah, business so we're gonna
1: film this and then 17 years from now, remember that like, we'll this remember was year. this
0: was the day this is one time we can date this <laughs> and um when you first go outside, mm. oh my gosh. It's you, you just like crazy all over <laughs> And they're over coming the out to dive bombing yeah. it. But when you're then outside mm. for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you're out doing some work or whatever, all of a sudden, it be just becomes somewhere in the background.
1: Not to our teenage daughter, by the way.
0: Well, she's just afraid of the bug. <laughs> I think,
1: I'm just going to confess, I think I'm going to have to go get her some therapy because I asked her to take something out to the garbage can and all to, the way to the send street. Send her
0: to me for therapy, and I'll <laughs> she, charge you double and she we'll She was be like, fine.
1: no, not all the way out <laughs> to the street. And she was like, she had to like pull her hair up, and she's uh, freaking out for afraid of them. And so I, I didn't realize I was traumatizing her just by sending her to the garbage uh, These
0: soft children of ours. Anyway, Um, so that whole idea, we do get desensitized. And then in order to uh, be sensitive, mm -hmm. again, you have to ratchet up the stimulation. And so whatever uh, Mm -hmm. that is, whether it is social media, uh, whether it's the the sex and pornography Mm -hmm. that we're going to talk about next week, uh, whatever it is, you have to understand how your body, your brain functions through uh, being yep. stimulated and then overstimulated or understimulated with desensitization. Yep. So hun, let's get into... Can, can I say oh, something,
1: on something on that? you got something
0: hot on your well, tongue.
1: you know, we've done a lot of research and stuff on drug use and addiction. And, you know, I know there's a lot of argument on whether or not marijuana is a gateway drug. But the fact of the matter, it is, is that... When you use marijuana on a regular basis, then all of a sudden it's not enough. It doesn't mm-hmm. get you happy enough or high enough or do enough for you. So then you have to go on to something harder and something more often. And that's exactly what's happening mm-hmm. with our screens. It just pulls us in and becomes its own addiction. Mm-hmm. And so it's just the reality of yeah. There's, dopamine hit. there's Yeah, uh, that's
0: mm-hmm. some crazy stuff too because the idea there is – even if you are not chemically dependent on it, you are psychologically dependent mm. on it. Meaning that, um, well, I've already done this. Mm-hmm. I've already done it once. So yeah. what's the next thing? And right. so that's we see that with pornography as well. Like, mm. you know, we always say that the hardest time for a kid to shoplift is the very first time. Mm. Once I shoplift the first time and I go through all of that, that, Oh, is this the right Mm -hmm. thing? Whatever. Once I do it once. And if I'm successful, Mm -hmm. number two is a whole lot easier than number one and then three and then four. And so it's the desensitization of what the impact would be as well. Like, Oh, I mastered it. It's no big deal. Same
1: thing with beers, Mm -hmm. drugs. I mean, one was the hard one. Then all of a sudden two or three come easy.
0: Yeah. I mentioned in one Mm -hmm. of our shows on about the, the gateway of marijuana, and I hear, I've i heard the same thing, you know, uh, about, you know, should we really make that big of a deal with marijuana? Well, what has actually kind of brought me mm-hmm. back to center ground on that is I have yet to, to deal with one of our recovering mm-hmm. addicts mm-hmm. that is okay with using marijuana. Right so that speaks volumes to me yeah, like yeah. every recovering addict mm-hmm. that we have ever dealt with has never said well I've stopped all the heroin and everything but I still do the marijuana because that part's okay no when yeah. they get to that point they're like no, I can't because I know that the marijuana was yeah. the thing that led me yeah. to the next step. The, so the that healthy, right there The healthy
1: recovering addicts. Now, I will say some who are think that they can oh, still yeah, no, dabble Oh, yeah, they're not,
0: yeah, they're, they're not, yeah. They're still <clears throat> playing the game.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. They're, they're in denial. So let's talk about how we can help our family, son, because we don't have a whole lot of time and we don't want to leave you hanging with, okay, then what? <clears throat> what do we do about right. this? So let's talk about what we can do as adults and as parents to help our kids and our families be healthier.
0: Yeah, so <clears throat> uh, one of the first things... Things, especially in just trying to learn how this is actually impacting your family, is be intentional about a purge, like a fast. Do a social media fast, like you know, today we are not going to do TV screens. No, mm-hmm. today there's not going to be any TV tonight. When you guys get home, we're going to read a book. We're gonna we're gonna go play, play a game. A game yep. All right, but we're going to do a purge. <clears throat> we're going to just get rid of it. And, and just see how that rolls, okay? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be kind of fun. Like, actually, in our house, when we do away with the TV, mm-hmm. which we're not huge TV people, but when we do, uh, kids love to play some kind of game. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. And, and you kind of are reminded, we should probably do more of this. Look Absolutely. look what it's doing.
1: I think uh, the quarantine really taught us that because you couldn't sit on a screen all day, every day. And you couldn't mm-hmm. go to work and you couldn't be out with people. And so you had to get creative. And that really taught us about some things of to do as a family. And we really are asking you not just to purge something, but to replace it with something, a real life experience. Mm-hmm. Whether that means you find some new hiking trails and you go out hiking as a family. Maybe it is you buy a new board game and you discover that as a family. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is that you work on a project together, maybe you're out mulching or whatever real life experience trading in for those screens yeah and
0: that's kind of, that's mm-hmm. our second point that whole idea of um, trading that like we have a son who loves to watch youtube videos <laughs> of skateboarders okay now again i get why i mean it, it's what it, it is exciting i find myself <laughs> drifting into it watching some of these stunts and these tricks but you know after a, a, a couple minutes you're like Turn the phone off yeah. and go out now and, and practice that. Yeah. Actually go out and live it and fall right. and and crash and learn because we become so great in our mind at what we think we could do by watching these things mm-hmm. that we actually never grow. Yeah. 'Cause we never actually go through the process. My no. our son has struggled with this. Mm-hmm. He thinks he can do triple front flips <clears throat> off of diving boards and all these things. And the reality of it is is and I'm not saying never, I'm saying not till you get out and practice. Yeah, you know?
1: for sure. You know, I remember um, last summer being at a pool and a bunch of teenagers were there. They had been dropped off by their parents. I saw the parents drop them off, and then they literally went inside, and they sat on a bench in the shade, and they were all on their phones. Mm-hmm. And I was like holy cow, I think your parents think you're swimming. (laughs) They never did get in the water. Why why go to the pool? Never got wet. Some of them didn't even change into their bathing suit. And I thought, come on, guys, there's a beautiful pool. It's a hot, sunny day, and you're sitting in the shade on your phone. The pool doesn't
0: produce the dopamine that it did Mm -hmm. back in the 1960s. In the 1960s, the dopamine rush out of the swimming pool was huge. In the 2000s, the -hmm. dopamine rush has been surpassed by the screen.
1: Yeah, and, and that reminds me, I know more... Teachers who are struggling with engaging their students because their students are coming back saying, We're bored. This is so boring. They're going home and telling their parents, This is so boring. This is so boring. It's because the teachers are not on this split second time frame that our screens are. And our kids are struggling with being engaged because they are so conditioned to that constant hit of dopamine. Right.
0: So the, the third area that we would emphasize and encourage you guys to help yourself and your family with mm-hmm. is go out of your way, especially for your kids, mm-hmm. but for all of us, go out of your way to have human face-to-face what? interaction
1: face-to-face yeah i know like, it would talk be to awkward <laughs>
0: but maybe if i do it behind a blanket or something you know oh my gosh yeah they, the whole idea and so this has been come become one of these areas that we're actually seeing the negative impact mm-hmm. we are seeing kids that are in high school now that have a hard time ordering their food at a restaurant yeah. because they can't look at the waiter or waitress they're not sure about what decision to make mm-hmm. and and it's just all overwhelming and we literally are encountering teenagers who say, mom, just order for me. You know what I like.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, As a matter of fact, I just had this conversation with a student who's going to camp, summer camp, and they were told not to bring their phones. And she is panicking, thinking, (laughs) what am I going to do? All week, I can't, the FOMO, right? I'm going to be missing out a whole week Mm -hmm. without a phone. And the whole point is that camp knows you're not going to deal with people and have human interactions if everyone has their phone. And I love that. I am so proud of those camps by saying, drawing the line, setting a boundary and saying, no, this is about you having human interactions and face-to-face conversations with people and really building relationships.
0: Mom, dad, please listen right yes. now because I, here's, here's what you, you need to know. This is way more than whether I can order my food <laughs> at the store. Yeah. One of the reasons that we have social isolation and then coldness and you see this sociopathic sort of um, ideologies that come up Cancel out. culture? Well, that, I mean, you actually have people who, um, you know, go on rampages and, and have mass murders and all these things. Not that your kid's going to do that, but let me be very clear about what is happening. When I don't have to deal with somebody face-to-face, not only do I not have to read their face and get mm-hmm. the, the message, But I totally become distant from the concept of empathy. And so empathy is only gotten when I tune in, as we talk about in counseling sessions, I tune in from the heart to the eyes, and I I read Mm -hmm. and engage back and forth that not only did I hear what the person is saying, but I feel Mm -hmm. how they're feeling, And when I can start to do that, I can see whether somebody's upset, whether somebody's disengaged, whether they're tired, which is so much more of the actual message that we um, need to be successful in relationships. And Mm so face-to-face encounter is not just for the verbal, okay? In fact, primarily, especially for successful relationships and hunt, this is all we have. We have grown couples all the mm-hmm. time yeah. that are in and they have totally and mm-hmm. the phone is a big part of it. They have lost the ability to read each other's heart because they're staring at yeah. a screen. OK, yeah. so a huge reason To go face-to-face is to teach your kids how to read the the emotions and the feelings and and get that empathy empathy thing.
1: Yeah, and they're not going to want to do it because it's so easy to hide – behind a phone. Right. And I just heard that on the radio just the other day that empathy is one of the greatest gifts to develop in our children and to have as an adult. And that and conflict resolution because if we can have empathy then we can kind of put ourselves in someone else's shoes and kind of understand why they disagree with me or why they're thinking differently. And so we won't have this cancel culture that we do today that we can just blast someone over a text and, and be okay with that. We can look them in the eye and have a conversation about what they think and what they don't. So I think it's really important.
0: Yeah, very good point there. So, all right, so the next point here is the whole idea of you are the parent, all right? Hmm. Set boundaries for your family. (laughs) For your home, you set boundaries. You know, we've talked about before that the whole screen thing is kind of the wild, wild west in terms of regulation and rules and, and laws, okay? And, and again, there's a lot of people that would love for uh, the government to step in and start saying, well, you know, you have to be this age or you can only have this content. And, and some of that probably is, needs to happen, okay, just in terms of the direction, But at the end of the day, you are the person, the people in charge of your family. You need to set the boundaries. Set the tone. You set the tone. Mm -hmm. Guys, in our house... We don't do this, and I don't really care what the other houses are doing. You're not going to watch this level Mm -hmm. of content. You're Mm -hmm. not going to be on the phone uh, this many hours a day. You're going to be limited to this. You're not going to have this social media. And, again, you're the parent. You know, your kids don't like it. Expect them to not like it. That would be a strange kid that says, thanks, Mom. I know you're doing this for me.
1: I have a funny story about that. So I had a family tell me that um, I'm not sure if it was a grandma or a dad or somebody that had told a child that they could not have any music on their phone except if it had an e by it because on video games e means everyone oh. does anybody know what e means in music do you know
0: no, what is it?
1: <laughs> Explicit.
0: Woo! Yeah, I do know that, yeah. And so,
1: all of a sudden, right, I got to listen to
0: the E. This
1: parent saw all this music on their phone and they're like, "What the <laughs> heck?" And, and I forget if they said dad or grandpa or somebody said that it only could be E music. And that mom was like, "Oh dear, we've got to <laughs> clean
0: this up." And start <laughs> so over. we better. So yeah. they set a
1: boundary, but make sure you set the right boundaries. Yeah, get some common terminology
0: there. <laughs> yeah. Understand what we're doing. But,
1: you know, boundaries for us, for example, in our home is that phones are not at our dinner table. They're not on on your lap they're not you know on the side by the by the plate they are away and we're not looking and engaging in our phones while we're at the dinner table whether it be at home or away
0: we don't even answer the actual. we still have one of those uh, what are they called landlines Landlines, yeah we have a landline phone and if it rings during dinner time it's just gonna have to ring anyway yeah yeah. so but (laughs) those, those are boundaries and again You know, this is not about shocking your kids one day. Mm -hmm. It's just, this is how we roll. This is how we are in our house. (laughs) And, you know, like our youngest one, he's been in this the longest. He doesn't fight us at all. No. Just because he knows, and we're predictable about it. Mm -hmm. You know, like he knows he's going to have his opportunity for his phone uh, around the Christmas time of his eighth grade year, yeah uh, that and there's no guarantee that with that either it'll yeah. you know it 'll depend on the trust and the value system that right. he portrays but, between now and then,
1: but we set that boundary when our kids moved in with us they 're adopted and and the first one was the hardest because he was the closest to that age where all of his friends were getting a phone, but we said eighth grade, and then our daughter eighth grade and our our thirteen year old still doesn 't have a phone he 's right. not in the eighth grade yet, and so that boundary was set a long time ago, and it 's the argument started at the beginning, but it 's gone now. And, you know, they also charge in our, in our, in our room or away from their charge room. Charge the phone up, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so we don't let our kids sleep with their phones because we know, just like we would, it would be 3 in the morning and they'd be like, oh, something's popping up on my phone. So we just can't assume that our kids have the tools or the maturity to be able to mm-hmm. handle that. We've got to set the boundaries, those are just some of those what we've done.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the last thing we really want to talk about is we're talking about the instant gratification of the whole social media thing and the screens and the technology is – um, don't be a victim to this mm. stuff. All right. We, on a regular basis, we have parents coming into us. We have yet to have a parent come into us and say uh, they're thrilled that their kids have social media or have <laughs> phones. So that does not really happen. Mm. What we get all the time is, you know, it's what are you going to do? It's just it Can't is what it is. It. And and again, we understand a level of that thinking. But let's make no mistake about it. When we are coaching and we're teaching kids, Mm -hmm. you know, when, when you're, teaching a kid how to play soccer you don't say well if we're getting beat by uh, 10 points you just really give up mm-hmm. you, you quit playing no you say you play to the very last whistle blows mm-hmm. all right and that same idea is especially in our own home you don't stop doing the things that we've just talked about whether it's time for a purge whether it's time to set a boundary whether it's time to have some face-to-face conversation these are the things that we keep on circulating back mm-hmm. and around and we're just not going to give up on this stuff okay yeah.
1: And we're going to look at the long-term, hon. You say this all the time. What do you want your child to be when they're 25? Are we looking at temporary happiness when they're 12, and this is what they want, and they're screaming and throwing a tantrum about it? Or are we going to look at what is best for them when they're 25? And so that's what we want to look at, the long-term goals for our kids and our family. I don't want to be this disconnected family that no one talks to each other, that no one even knows what's going on in each other's worlds. That's what's happening in our home today right. it makes me very sad
0: right you know on a positive note hun we're actually seeing a pretty neat trend yeah we're seeing a trend that i think it's an awakening of mm. and in this trend seems to be coming from the 25 to 35 even 40 year old age group where they're actually Making a hardcore radical it appears to be radical yeah, compared to what to the, the rest of us is, are. Yeah. A radical stance on all of this social media. Mm-hmm. They are saying, you know, these are even the adults. are like, no, nope, you know, uh, I, I have a cell phone for work. That's it. Otherwise, yeah. it never comes out. We don't own um, a TV. We don't own a TV. If we don't, we don't do, have cable, we have a Netflix, and we only look mm-hmm. at these shows or whatever. And they're taking a radical stance. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our two older boys do not have social media, and and we feel like we're loosey goosey <laughs> in terms of that compared to what they are, because mm. they've seen what's happening within their generation, and yeah. they're like, no, nah, we're just we're not going to do this. Right,
1: and and for their kids, they're wanting right. to, and choosing differently. By the way, we didn't say this, but you know, we mentioned a lot about phones, but this goes all the way through computers to gaming systems to TV and Netflix. You know, are those Netflix purging, not purging, but binging, yeah, binging that, you know, people do like. So all of that is encompassing in what we're talking about with this instant gratification and really getting those hits that we just can't do without. That, right. That's really what we're talking about
0: all right so we're going to wrap things up so our challenge for this for this week is to really do an assessment on where you and Mm -hmm. your family are standing in the technology and social media world it's time to have that sit down conversation with your spouse what do we really want as linda said what do we want our kids to be like when they're 25 years old well then how are we going to get there Mm -hmm. and so you guys as parents have such an opportunity here to shape how your kid is going to get through things and deal with things with depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. and all of the influx of the social media that comes your kid's way. So assess it this week, have some conversation, and then come out of it with a plan, a plan that you're ready to begin to implement.
1: Right. And we're talking as if we're only talking to young parents, but I know a lot of, you know, empty nesting couples who are feeling so disconnected and will sit for hours watching a TV and on a phone or a tablet, not even talking to one another. So we're not just talking to young parents and couples. We're talking about, All of us, all of us, even if you're by yourself at home, are you sitting there and hiding behind a phone or a screen? Please don't do that. There's too much out in this. We need each other. We need relationships. We need connection. We need community. So please, teach your children that, but do this for yourself. Model it at home first
0: yes all right so very good so we want to say thank you to maxwell construction and casey's outdoor solutions for being a sponsor of rock solid radio we want to thank all of our listeners listeners out there for just coming alongside of us and mm-hmm. helping us do what we do again if you like what we do um share us uh five star us uh cheer us on yeah. uh, if you don't like what we do um, um just kind. turn just turn this off and be nice okay
1: <laughs> yeah thanks so much for listening to rock solid radio building a stronger community one family at a time make it a great day
0: i lost my phone <laughs> i feel empty it's probably better oh jeez i don't think i can survive another hey, day
1: Hey, i want to show you this car i found <laughs> no
0: no no all right we're out of here
1: Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200.